0: On today's episode, Dan and Manny are back in class. It's Nostalgia 101, all about cult TV. Here we go. Welcome to the Nostalgia Test podcast, the show where two longtime friends put their mainstream pop culture past to the ultimate test, the Nostalgia Test.
1: Dan, we're here. It's been a while. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. I mean, it's I don't been... even know where we're at on your releases um, so far. We're like because we it, took it, a so summer far. break, basically. Right? It was a bit of a break.
0: Yeah, and then I got sick. You got, <laughs> and... you
1: got, you got the vid. You got the yeah. vid. We As... were supposed to do something live. It's coming, ladies and gentlemen. We don't know when, but yeah. it got it got spoiled. We were we had this yeah. whole thing planned. He was going to come to the brewery. He was going to, we were going to sit there and get nostalgic with our friends. And
0: said, s- I was instead the, the
1: that's, that's because you decided you wanted to go to another vacation before you came here. So yeah. I blame you. Well, but anyway, <laughs> guys, but we're here. We're, we're nerding out again. Yes. You, you brought us back to class. I'm excited. Well,
0: got back you know the semester started where I am so I'm, I'm already teaching so I'm like why not open up with another really amazing episode these episodes have been really great these nostalgia one-on-one episodes and really looking forward to this one um, we are here with an amazing guest actually because our emails are so interesting and I've been looking forward to this guest uh, to this guest we're here with Clarice Greco who is a professor and TV studies researcher Clarice, thank you so much for being here.
2: Well, thank you for having me. I'm so excited.
0: And this is also, Manny, I would, and this is so great too, because every one of these episodes has been like an international episode. Because yeah. Tell everyone where you're coming in from.
2: Well, I'm from Sao Paulo, Brazil. Uh, and I am a professor and a researcher on television studies from Paulista University. So I have a master and a PhD degree. Uh, where I studied the concepts of cult and quality television as well. And my master was in quality television, and I have a book, but in Portuguese, so sorry. <laughs> but uh, And my, my thesis, my PhD thesis was on the concept of cult television. And nostalgia plays a big role on the notion of cult shows. So mm. I think this is what I'm here to talk about.
0: Well, I would like to hear, I mean, right away, just so we kind of build a foundation, like what, how do you approach this idea of cult TV? Like in, when we see that word, there's a lot of stuff that comes up, but in terms of media or television or movies, like there are different ways and, and different nuances with that term. But how do you, how did you approach it in your research? And how do you engage that idea of cult when it comes to te- television?
2: Yeah, the, it's a very uh, common word to say. In common sense, people would say, "Oh, this became a cult or something, right?" <laughs> but <clears throat> um, in my thesis, what I approach is, for television, basically three aspects of cult would, or three aspects of a TV show would define it as a cult. So the first one would be some aesthetic um, element. So we we usually see that as a Horror, trash, um trash cult, or sci-fi, right? So basically, the first titles that would come to mind would be Star Trek, Star Wars, Doctor Who, The X-Files. Those would be cult shows. <clears throat> but uh, so genre is related as well, right? And so, but you have also the nostalgia. So every time you remember when you went to rent movies and then you would have the shelf of cult films and it will be like Casablanca or Singing in the Rain, Citizen Kane, or Gone with the Wind. So this basically be related to the notion of classic, what is a classic, right? So Mm -hmm. something that um, marked an era and made history in film industry. And actually that's something that many years later, you still have that as a common repertoire and it becomes a a cult because it's something that it's a shared culture. Right, and but also you have fandom. So basically, in uh, at the in the end, the main aspect when in academia where we study cult is very related to how much uh, engagement of fans you can have. So it would be even a small group that would go to see many times uh, a, a play like Rocky Horror Show or something like this. And then you go to this uh, Star Trek and Star Wars. It's because of their fan base, so a fandom, and this would be uh, something that actually becomes related to nostalgia and nerd nerds as well. Because you would have the nostalgia, this feeling of self and identity, and then you will be, uh, you will, you you will follow, right? You will be this adoring Mm -hmm. audience that will endure this shows mm-hmm. and these films and television it's the same so basically you would have aesthetic and genre related fandom and nostalgia as the three main aspects for a cult
0: hmm. wow B- manny you look like you have th- something to say i didn't know
1: well i'm just thinking about like <laughs> some like what i consider cult. Movies and I, was just, and I know I know we're talking about TV, but I was just like every time someone says cult uh, a cult movie it, to me was like um independent films were always like became cult cult fo- they get a cult following. So like with me, a cult is like a group all of a sudden becomes very obsessed with the TV or the 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 movie like. I always bring up usual suspects. Like I feel like when you know somebody who watches usual suspects, you like analyze that movie That's like, it's crazy. And there's, it's funny because the movie, if you've never seen the movie, you're about to hear a spoiler, but like it's a up story, mm-hmm. but yet you could you sit there and somebody and analyze this story and try to see what's real, but none, the guy made it up like in the police office office, um, he just made up the whole story so nothing that you watched was real but yet you're obsessed with all the Mm -hmm. different parts of it and like oh did they know Kaiser Soze was even there and it's like well Kaiser Soze might have not been there at all but like Mm -hmm. it became this like cult following and everybody like was like sharing especially back in the 90s you were sharing the video like you were just saying going to the video store and you were sharing the D like someone who bought the VHS was like, Oh, we got to sit down and watch this. Mm -hmm. And like you gathered to watch it. So you, your Mm -hmm. fan base was very close and everybody talked about it. You could talk about that with like TVs, like you brought up star Trek and like that gets a very big cult following. And like people love to make their own characters and then have backstories to those characters so it takes a life of its own where the TV show is more than what it, what you're watching. That episode was great, but there's like the world is expanded by their own fans.
0: Yeah. Right? I, yeah. I mean, I think right away of like the X-Files, that was like a show. That oh yeah. Had such a powerful following, but. Even though it had a large following, it was still niche because you still had who it was a very like, it was a sci fi show. It had, you know, elements of um, horror as well. And it was also hilarious. It was a lot of humor in the X Files, right? But only if you watched it do you get it. And you watched it grow over time. And then everyone was also pl- like creating these other stories that were inside of it kind of figuring out if Mulder and scully were gonna like fall in love right <laughs> so you had that but it's the same as even with star wars that you were saying before like you have a whole world around star wars and yet people like obsess over whether han solo or a uh, greedo shot first it's like <laughs> it, it doesn't matter but no. they have like debates over these things and it's quite amazing to kind of understand that like as like the cult following and how that creates that nostalgia for that, and then you, like how it continues generationally.
2: Exactly. So, it, uh, some many things you said I was writing down because I wanted to address.
0: <laughs>
2: but first, you said um, like um, non-popular films that would have a cult following, and this is something that actually I addressed a lot because in Brazil, I, and I was talking about television, and I talked about telenovelas, and this is very mainstream, so it would not be possible to have a cult mainstream cult, right, A cult telenovela. But actually, this has changed among studies because you would have, um, you'd have to have a non-mainstream film in cinema. This would work well because people would take the VHS and watch together or make these clubs Uh, film clubs to watch and choose some films. Rocky Horror Picture Show was one that I said it became one of the first cults because people would, actually the same people would go to the theater and watch it again and again in Star Trek. You'd have people writing letters, so please don't cancel the show. Um, This would be the type of cult of intense followers that would make something become a cult because of the ritual mm. cult, in a sense, like a religion, right? So you'd actually have this ritual cult. Uh, but then we also have these things that change because you build a world, and this is when you start to have fan studies, um, dialogues with cult studies or television studies and fans, because the fans are the ones who get so deeply into this universe of the narrative, that actually the producers would reply to you, giving you bits and prequels and sequels and trilogies, seven, eight, nine, whatever. Uh, so you would have, you want more, fans want more. So it starts as a cult following that can be a subculture and can be a non-mainstream. But at the same time, if you have this intense following in on mainstream shows, you could start thinking, well, ten years, uh, twenty years, the show is on air, people are still following. Maybe it's a cult, you know. So I I remember I read a book that um, it was Peary, a cult. cold Television, something like that, the name of the, the title of the book, but Piri was the, the last name of the author who organized the book. And he actually says that Grey's Anatomy was a suggestion of a, maybe a cult show, but some academics are like, no, but not. We were talking about horror and vampires and Star Trek, right? How can we talk about Grey's Anatomy? But if you think about it it's like 17 seasons whatever and people actually have fun fix and videos and so yeah maybe it is right so things mm. change and we have to be open to that Yeah I was going to yeah
0: go ahead Manny
1: uh, That's funny you said Grey's Anatomy so like uh my family my I have a twin sister um and she's obsessed with Grey's Anatomy and I think I've watched like maybe 5 episodes And I'm like, I don't understand the, like, it's beyond obsession. Like it's like her and my niece, like they still like, you know, nowadays there is no like um, set time to go to someone's house to watch TV. Right. Everybody binge watches. It's so easy. It's almost harder to become a cult in a way of getting fans that are together. So when you do achieve that, I find it amazing because my mom and my niece will, will literally go to my sister's house to watch Grey's Anatomy together because I guess it, it's been around so long that it started before binge watching was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So they they are nostalgically watching it on the same day because that's what they were used to when they first watched it. And like, well, we talk about like the cycle of nostalgia where you almost build an identity based on how you feel because of what the you know nostalgia does to you so it's like are they doing it cuz they like the show or is it just that they like the feeling they get from when the show like when they first knew the characters when they first you know met everybody and got into it and seeing the characters grow and die off or turn into you know get fall in love with this other character and this and that and it's like it's an interesting roller coaster, and um, what is that called? A Ferris wheel that you go through with yeah. a show like that.
2: It's both. Like they like the show, they like the characters. The characters have like died or moved. And nobody's <laughs> there anymore. But they they like the show. They like the narrative. But they like. The way they watch, they like the ritual of being together and sitting in front of the TV. Because this is, nostalgia is also about that. Nostalgia, first of all, there's a, a, an author called Amy Holdsworth and she says nostalgia is firstly connected to the home. Like the word nostalgia, the feeling of nostalgia, soldiers on the war, missing home. So this is where nostalgia comes from, you, you, you know that. But so TV is inside your home, right? You, you build domestic mm. memories. It's diff, that's different from movies, the cinema, because it's inside your house. So when you have someone watching and you remember not only the show, especially in, you've been watching that for 20 years. You remember the beginning of the show, but you remember yourself when you watched it. So you, whether you used to watch with a friend or with popcorn or you get a sandwich sit on a couch you remember your own life so it starts uh, to, to build an identity within the show and it's not only about watching it anymore it's not only about the characters it's about yourself as well
0: yeah that's yeah. i was gonna ask that question about streaming being like i know like it doesn't it's not the same like you said manny like it, there's no set time but I feel like with streaming what it's done is like actually re um revitalize some shows that actually got canceled maybe too early and all of a sudden people are like, oh, this show is great. And then all of a sudden it creates a following for a show that only had maybe 60 episodes or only had like two seasons or one season. And it's like, what happened? Like, um what is it? there's a show that I was watching that that happened to. Um the the um the bee in apartment twenty-three or something like that. The the bee
2: from the apartment twenty-three. Yeah. I watched it, that. It's a good show. It's so <laughs> funny. That show is so funny. And then James
0: Vanderbeek's playing himself. So yes. you have the extra nostalgia of <laughs> Dawson's Creek. And you're just like, whoa. Oh. And they canceled that show out of nowhere. The last episode is like, and it's done. And you're like, what? They it, but the, the it was so good. And I feel like streaming can sometimes revitalize a show and create a cult following. Not that they would bring a show back, but at least it kind of creates maybe a new appreciation it's, for something that was underappreciated possibly in its time or something.
1: When you say that, Dan, um, I also think of you and Gilmore Girls because I know you went <laughs> like a whole like whole streaming yet, yeah. thing about it. <laughs> But like it's interesting because when you brought that up, I'm like Gilmore Girls. Like you, you're like getting into this show. I guess it's a good thing because then it, it also forms new cults, right? So like, and it also could form a new show. So if a producer, um, as you were saying, Clary, like, if producers start to see fans are are reacting a certain way and demanding something, they're like, well, maybe it's time to do a a reboot. Maybe it's time to Bring, try to bring that that back. And some people are good at that. And I think some nostalgic shows that come back are good. Like I would I would mention Cobra Kai. Um yeah. is oh my God. to me one of the better shows that have um found the balance of cheesy nostalgia with um keeping I wouldn't I, I don't want to say Cobra Kai is mainstream. like it's pretty I guess it's pretty mainstream, but not everybody watches Cobra Kai, but I think they found a good balance of like how to bring the 80s back, but not badly.
2: Yeah, I, I if You think know what I mean? I do. And it's a good example because Cobra Kai, it's you get a cult film. So, right. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was a, a, a cult but you don't do a, it's not a sequel it's not um, a a rem- remake it's just it's a spin-off but it's so well done and you have the yeah. same actors but you also have new ones and you have a new story and they have their families so it's a good way as uh, Twin Peaks as well they they had uh, mm-hmm. 20 years later, the third season so it's a way of this is happening a lot. So you had Fuller's House, and um, Gilmore Girls. I think people from the 80s, uh, well, we're from the 80s, and uh, I don't know you, but I am. Uh,
1: uh, I am definitely from the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: and so TV shows from the 80s and the 90s, they have been having a, a g- great feeling of nostalgia, and they're coming back. Mm-hmm. So you have Stranger Things, like, where? On the 80s, and you will have many... Uh, pop culture products that actually make paying homage to the eighties, because this is where we are. Maybe in twenty years mm-hmm. we'll be talking about the year two thousand, but nothing happened on the oh, two thousand, no. right? It's just gonna be all. <laughs> it's not that fun. Yourself, I think eighties,
1: yeah, eighties and nineties, we we like, peaked as a culture. <laughs> like, yeah, like, <laughs>
2: that I, oh, I would say the same. <laughs> this is happening. So people, we want mm-hmm. to see. Um, Things from the eighties again, and this uh, the 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 industries could see that, and they are doing that. Mm. They are giving us many many pieces of nostalgia, Uh, and I also wanted to say something about the the, when they cancel a show. uh, I wrote a a paper on that recently. uh, A master student of mine, he wrote a dissertation, and and with an e was a great case because. It's from the book, right? Adaptations from the book. But after four seasons, uh, they just canceled the series. And fans went crazy. I think it's been more than a year, two years, I think. Uh, Maybe more, sorry. (laughs) I don't remember the days. But people actually put an outdoor on Times Square saying, please save Anne with an E. They had... um, more over one million signatures uh, requesting, please bring back anything. The producers did nothing, but Sense8, for example, or Heroes are some shows that have been oh canceled. God. Yeah. Th- so the producers did something, right? Yes. So this is cool. So let's do another episode. Uh, let's do a film, but let's sum up things, but let's give something back to the fans because they're sad. And yeah. Star Trek, that happened. They wrote letters, and so maybe mm-hmm. uh, sometimes the fans have some response. Sometimes they don't. So it will depend.
1: I think yeah. I, I love that you brought up Sense Eight because um, recently, that not recent. I forget how long ago that is at this point because the pandemic made me like forget years. <laughs> but um, way. but Sense Eight, me and my wife really loved the the first. It was two seasons and. And we were like, how how is this show not being seen everywhere? It was such an amazing, inclusive. I think you I think it was brilliant writing. And then I looked into it more. And the reason why is that they were filming in so many different locations around the world that it cost so much money for this show to be made that they couldn't keep it up. So I think if they could find a way to do it, they would have continued. But I love love that they found a way to give us two hours to wrap up the show because I felt horrible when they were like, show is canceled. Like I had in recent years, I have not been that attached to a show where I was like, no way. Like, there's no way that they canceled the show. The show's too good. It's too, it's too brilliant. Like, there's just no way. And then when I found out, I get get it. And And that's what sucks, like, if money gets involved yeah you know like because they they made they had to make that two hour special because so many people wrote in letters i mean like the lgbtq community was like uproar because like that show represented so much of that community mm. and like all of a sudden it was just like well it was just too much money um have you seen it dan
0: no no i don't think you have sense it
1: you need yeah. to go. You need to watch sensei. It, it's yeah. it's just so, it's like, I guess it's like a superhero movie, but like just done so well. You're going to love it. I think you're going to mm-hmm. love it because it, it's just talking about like cult. I'm like a fan right a fan, now. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm being a fan out, like, like exactly oh, my
2: God, it was very respectful. Of course, they got money out of it as well, of the film they make. But yeah, but but it is a sort of respect as well, because Mm. There, there's no balance right between fans and producers mm. so they will produce yeah. and in streaming right now you have many many titles being produced so it's oh. it's easier to just let's see what happened, and mm. oh it didn't work let's just cancel it but if you're a fan and you're a fan of you become attached to this mm. cancelled show it's like you're an orphan, you know. It's, I did I my life. I, I planned my whole week and my whole year. <laughs> I was expecting to get home and see that. And then it's canceled. Yeah. So, But then nostalgia yeah, the- comes along as well because people yeah. will probably, end with an E, really, people are still everywhere every now and then. Really? I go see uh, some communities of fans on television shows. And there's always a, like, save and with an E, please come back with <laughs> and with any i i liked and with any even more mm-hmm. than sensate i think i'm so, more. I've,
1: i got to check out that show I, I don't think i've ever um ever heard of i think might have i might have heard it but i'm not i don't think i've ever checked it out and with do It's beautiful like, i got to check it out yeah it's i'll beautiful. check that out
0: remember manny you and i used to watch a show it was uh, uh for one season not even possibly a I know what you're going to say it was called john from cincinnati oh my
1: god i and... thought about that <laughs> As soon it was as when this conversation blowing. started, it was mind the blowing. That show was
0: mind blowing. And one, we were the only ones we used to watch with our friends. Like um, there was something Lee, we were watching. Lee
1: was also into it.
0: Yeah. But it was one yeah. show we'd watch before that. And then everyone would go away. And then Manny and I were left to watch John in Cincinnati, John from Cincinnati. And and then they canceled it. And I was like, what? what's happening I, I was like devastated because they had just it just came to a peak of being like this guy can float he's got powers there's something going on we didn't know who this guy is and then they show well they were like,
2: they,
1: like the theory was that it was like it's supposed to be based on jesus christ that's why i was like john from cincinnati jc like there was yeah. so many and that was that turned into a whole fan thing because everybody was coming up with theories because it got canceled yeah of why i think if that show came out now people would be able to handle it more i think it was over everybody's head and Possibly. unfortunately it came out yeah. too early so people good. weren't ready for that it so
0: it's so that show good. is
1: good i and
0: I'm and I, can't it it's, it's, you, can't you can't find it anywhere
1: it's you can't find it anywhere
0: they don't even you can't even it's anything. as if it was yeah. it's as it's if gone. like
1: you have like the mandela theory like in it, a different world, like Dan and I are talking about it, but like it didn't really exist.
0: Like, yeah. oh yeah, know. no one knows it, it. Like it's like we're like there's nothing. Like we're like, 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 no what, record of it <laughs> ever. Like it's just like we weren't watching anything. No, right? you but,
1: could. I did watch. I used uh, to like go on like um like websites where they talk of like people were talking about it and like it, it was um some some people wanted it back, but I don't think enough. I didn't. I don't think it was enough of a cult yeah. following. I think it was no just a very, very thin line uh, yeah. of that. But it, but you is, know I, it
2: I, is always a thin line because you create a community. So when you think yeah. about cult following, you you expect a community like this is would be the classic idea, a community that gathers and they recognize themselves. OK, so here I have people that are similar to me. We have the same taste and we have same interests. And this is a fandom, right? So when you to say nobody has ever watched the show, it almost doesn't <laughs> exist. But then you go online and you see, okay, so there's a community here. Some people yeah. have have watched it. So I'm not crazy. <laughs> Other people know yeah. this show, <laughs> 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 right? And so this you get you create attachment and a sense of belonging, and this is what fandom is all about.
1: Yeah, I actually have a a question. Is um you were bringing up telenovelas,
2: okay,
1: and You said it's too mainstream, but I will tell you that my mother, my grandmother,
2: (laughs) they love it,
1: love telenovelas, (laughs) like obsessed with telenovelas like my mom used to watch soap operas all the time. And I feel like soap operas, although mainstream, have their own cult following. Even I know about, you know, different like parts of so operas, oh, because my lives, mom yeah. like days of our lives general hospital
0: i was watching that you
1: know my i was watching that with my mom she would record it during the yeah. day we'd get home from school we're watching this um but telenovelas my mom will have that on the background and i sit yeah. there sometimes and watch <laughs> and even if you don't know the language you're like there's some crazy things happening here <laughs> and people yeah. are obsessed with it. i mean like you were saying like is it a cult though because like People must get into those shows, like they're that mainstream. Yeah, but it was, so many fans.
2: It's a very controversial way. Of, of what I did on my thesis was quite quite crazy, because it's not common to say uh, to say that a mainstream cult like telenovela would be uh, could be cult could be a cult show, but in Brazil, I think it's so. It's, So much not only famous not because of the number of the audience but what it represents how Mm. how is attached to the culture Uh, it's the most important well I think right now some people are saying that it's getting lower audiences uh, they're losing audience because of streaming but it's still very strong Mm. and what I did was I asked some people uh, online like hundreds of people, uh, what would be a cult telenovela? So I was expecting them to name some titles, some some ex- specific telenovelas they would remember. And I got uh, the, the top 10 I made. So some people, uh, I think like more than 200 people named 60 telenovelas. So they were kind of bringing up the same um, mm-hmm. Uh, the the first one, I think, Hockey Santero would be the most telenovela that people most think it could be a cult telenovela. But even though many people replied which telenovela they think it could be cult, when I was, uh, then I had focus group talking uh, deeply, uh, conversations with people, and they would say, I don't think there can be a cult telenovela. I think this is a classic. I think this is something that uh, we remember. I think this was a famous one. But cult is extremely attached with the notion of non-mainstream show. So Mm -hmm. I was trying to talk uh, kind of unbuild or destroy this concept of why? Why does it have to be a, a small community? Why does it have to have just a few followers what if it's just a cult mainstream of course I'm not alone on that uh, uh, Matt Hales studied fans and defined cult and he was starting to admit uh, mainstream cult and also some other authors that I quote I, I on my thesis so I, it's not only me but I, I went deeply into the idea and the goal of saying that telenovelas can be called. But of course, not all telenovelas. Some telenovelas, and that's when I identified why were they called, when I was discussing on the focus group, why is this telenovela called? Why is Hawks cult? called? They would say, oh, because it was a different aesthetic, oh, because mm-hmm. it had a, a critical approach and politics, oh, or because it was a trash. We have a, a telenovela called VAMP, it was vampires. It was a, a telenovela <laughs> from the 90s. And they had like, they you, they would commercialize. I remember we had, we would buy the, the teeth, you know, the vampire plastic teeth. <laughs> so the kids were using it and it would have the sticker album from the telenovelas. So you have some kind of memorabilia and a this. Disc- kind of following that some telenovelas have more than others. So telenovelas in general are not called but some telenovelas, they can create Mm -hmm. this feeling of even today. And that's why I said about uh, that nostalgia plays a role because when I had these 10 telenovelas, most of them, I think eight of them were old telenovelas that people were remembering. Ah. Only one or two were were current or like two or three years mm. previously they were on air but usually they would mention old telenovelas
1: so so thing, a yeah. telenovela is a genre so oh. like i would so you're saying a telenovela is like um almost soap opera but yeah, there's there different are shows okay so there's different shows that you're saying that even because they're older people find them to be Quote unquote classic or more nostalgic because they were, they just were, they had a different feel than exactly. what it is. Uh,
2: okay. So, first of all, let me explain because uh, soap operas are very long, right? You'd be like one, two, three, ten years. Yeah. Days of our lives forever. Oh my <laughs> my I think it's still going on. Yeah. It's,
0: it's going to end. <laughs> is it's it? ending. Yeah. Days really, of our lives is gonna, ending. It's ending. And I think it's going to be. Sh- on a streaming service but it's ending on on like broadcast television oh stream. wow our lives is like not going to be on broadcast television
2: anyway. wow. Wow. that that's a big deal so telenovelas that's, that's... <laughs> that's something um, yeah telenovelas will last a uh, six month seven month, oh. months so One talent. they are short so we say it's a format of um I don't know if there's this difference. I've been quite technical right now. But a genre would be like drama or comedy. And in, in Brazil, we study that the telenovela would be a format because it's a, a specific way of telling a narrative, like telling a story. So you would have everyday chapters. Uh they last 45 minutes to one hour. And they will last, uh, they used to be longer, they used to have around Mm. 200 episodes, so this would be eight months, nine months. Right now, they're actually getting shorter, so in six months, some telenovelas. So in 10 years, we'll have a lot of telenovelas, and we have telenovelas um, at least three, maybe four times a day, so you have it six o'clock, seven o'clock, nine o'clock, 11 o'clock p.m., So our prime time is full of telenovelas so there are a lot of telenovelas so when people name uh, 60 telenovelas and 200 people name this same 60 or 50 telenovelas this means something because they actually have watched 400 telenovelas and i asked <laughs> them to name one right so yeah that's why when we have one uh. telenovela that 60 people mentioned uh, the same telenovela it means that they remember this one and this is the telenovela they think it's called and why is that so it's wow. different from a soap opera because if, if you have okay in international emmy awards they have the word for best telenovela they actually call it telenovela not soap operas because
1: it's, it's wow
2: yeah
0: a
1: that difference. i never
0: first knew first that time i heard that
1: definition and that i makes- believe that you're saying like once it's done it's over like It's a book that you put on the shelf and it's gone. And these people still remembered that book.
2: Exactly.
0: That makes so much sense because of the idea of a novel versus a novella. Right. Like so the novel is a short novel and it's very small. It's like less than uh, less than 200. I don't know. Well, it's 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 a small book. And then then there are novels that could be like totally epic. Oh this yeah. idea. So I never you knew spend, that I like, thought they were very similar.
2: Oh, you man. spend every day watching the telenovela the telenovela ends. Some telenovelas they go uh, there there was a telenovela called Brazil Avenue and mm. the, the, it was such a huge success that actually mm. people would worry in the last episode let's say chapter last chapter we people would actually worry about like the lights will shut down and the president didn't go to uh, to uh, a parade or a commitment, something they had, wow. because they said, no, nobody's going to be there. And <laughs> the streets ramped empty. because last chapter of a telenovela sometimes is a big deal. Not every time, but once in a while, a telenovela becomes something big. And when I would say, mm. this is a cult, right? Yeah. Brazil Avenue. Yeah. It's a cult, but foreigners um like I was I, I went to the UK, I spent five months in England researching and talking to the main researchers on code, and they wouldn't understand how a telenovela could be called mm. because they was they were thinking mainstream soap operas. And I it's hard to explain because it's such a, a specific case, mm. it's very national. And it's very Latin, but even in Latin America, Brazilian telenovela has its specificities and it's very particular.
1: I am, wow, I can't believe I'm so happy I learned what that was. And <laughs> yeah, I have to, I have to agree that there you can call it a cult. Like, if you're saying that the whole city could shut down because everybody just wanted to watch this the whole all country. together. Bigger, the whole country <laughs> yeah the whole country like who cares that it's mainstream that many people is still a cult like people would like, gather the in bar. The
2: bars, yeah. who usually have what? soccer match. did the, the bar exactly. would have big screens people would gather to see the last chapter of brazil avenue i see, see that to that me makes is, sense though
0: is, to, yeah. to be cult, right because it's like if we're looking not just at brazil but like in the global sense right there's a very there's this audience that's so intensely involved in it and outside of that audience everyone's like i have no i don't understand why that is cult then on the global scale then that makes sense exactly sure. how how sure.
2: strong and, and how deep it was how, how strong people felt about it yeah yeah wow. In wow. Argentina, I, I'm excited. when Brazil, when, when this telenovela uh, was aired in Argentina, uh, uh, I think a few days or months later, in the last chapter, I, I think they went to a, a, a football stadium or like soccer stadium and they had a big screen <sighs> like and a I mean "Like a show, you know, not concert." That's a huge. That's deal. Yeah. a huge deal.
1: And I mean, if you're there. telling me that, uh, if you're telling me a Latin American country is using bars that normally, like the only other thing that I've seen other countries in the world go crazy over is football, yeah. football, uh, soccer, uh, World Cup. Everything shuts down. It was it's, the same it's, it's, it's if you're saying that that to me, that's a cult following. Like, yeah. who cares how many who cares if it's only 10 people or a million billion people? That's <laughs> like, what I go about.
2: That's my thesis. Yeah. Thank you, Manny. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I agree.
0: To... <laughs> it's totally amazing because I'm thinking of a podcast. um, They're called uh, they're called, I was looking this up as you talk about uh, novellas uh, con cafecito. They talk about the novellas of their, of their uh, childhood shout out to them. They're on hiatus for right now. But, and the one part, the novella they were talking about was called, I think, Teresa and they just, every episode was just about this one novella. And I'm like, I, it's amazing to think now kind of the way you are contextualizing it for us, like to think like, oh, they are looking at something that has an ending. And, yeah. and, and you know, and so where where it's not just, and it's just it doesn't have as much going on, but they're they're looking at it and they're knowing that it's coming up to an end or that they are they head it's already an ending, but it's really interesting to think like there, that's a, that's such a niche podcast. When I came across them, when they followed us, I was like, God, that's so interesting. And now thinking about this, like contextually, it makes sense for it to be cult because I have never seen another podcast like that. I think uh, out there. Yes. This, Manny I, I
1: don't understand how there's an argument to this. <laughs> I don't. <understand. laughs> oh, well,
0: Manny, welcome to academia. There's always an argument. I know. So I'm always just always like, laying, right I'm right like,
1: saying, I'm like, if you're defining a, like,
0: People went to a stadium to watch
2: this.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. Like, like, because I would say that Star Wars is a cult. I would say, yeah, it wasn't a TV show, but now they are right. Mm -hmm. But like I would you can say that Star Wars is mainstream. It's made it into the mainstream world. People love it. It's Mm -hmm. seen everywhere, but there are still there's the average fan, then there's the people that dress up, people that get really into it. And now they built more chapters in the mm-hmm. world, the saga, because of it. Yeah. So, like, why couldn't that go? Why couldn't that translate to a telenovela? You know, like, I don't understand where the argument.
0: Yeah, cultural barriers. Yeah, it's cultural.
1: I think it's just the idea
2: barriers. of telenovela, and, and yeah, and I think you're right.
1: The fact that you explained what it was, see, I used to think of telenovela was another word for like soap opera. so now that you've totally made this oh my god like the show's only on for eight six to eight months it's telling a story it will be done like you said Dan like Mm -hmm. there is an ending to this it's just a very long movie
2: and that's why people spend their lives watching telenovelas because (laughs) there's another one let's watch this one and there's another one Right now um, we have Pantanal yeah. going on. It, it will be the, the one that is actually everybody's talking about. A lot of memes on the internet with politics and mm. environment, okay. so, and so. it was actually the, the the everyone is talking about nostalgia because it was a telenovela from the nineties, Pantanal, but from from a channel that doesn't exist anymore. From the TV channel uh, doesn't exist anymore. So now Global, which is the main. Uh, TV channel and producer here in Brazil, uh, got the, the rights, and they made their own Pantanal. So, they it's a remake, but from another oh. producer, and it's, everyone wants to watch, because you want to watch, because if I watched it in the 90s, I want to see this new version, right? I want to check, I want to, it's kind of checking ourselves, right? So, Will I like it again? Was it good when it's a rerun? This is even stronger because you say, why did I like this? So, so bad. Yeah. Kind Welcome of, to Welcome yeah, to our podcast. Welcome to our
1: podcast. So <laughs> that's what we do on our podcast on like the lighter side. When we're not at N- Nostalgia 101, we me and Dan put things to the test. So like we sometimes ruin our childhood because we're like, it was so good. And we'll sit yeah. there and watch and we're like, what? why did we think it was good? That was not good. That, that was terrible. Like, or we'll try like a candy or, or like uh, listen to an album that we thought was great when we were teenagers. So like, it's just that. Yeah. Like, so what you're saying. Yeah, that's like, why. Because you put yourself you know... to the
2: test. But because society changes as well. And you change yeah. with society. And of course, you grow up, but you also think, well, this is not funny. This is racist or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. This is sexist. Yeah. And it, it, it's not yeah. funny anymore. So society changes, we change. Mm-hmm. So, this is why remakes uh, are sometimes a better option. So, in Pantanal, the telenovela, mm-hmm. this is happening and they changed some things. So, the young people are even more uh, engaged in political uh, issues. Wow. In the 90s, we weren't, I think. So, it's an interesting telenovela but also the the rerun experience because Pantanal has been a rerun as well in in other many channels have broadcasted Mm. this telenovela but it would this would happen like it's very good it's a very good telenovela it it passed the nostalgia test (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's awesome
2: yeah Pantanal definitely does but because it's also from uh, this aspects of growing up where you want to see what you once have seen, but you also want to pass it on to new generations. So, wow, yeah. my mother used to watch that. You said your mother or your grandmother used to watch telenovelas. Mm-hmm. So this is something, nostalgia is something actually, uh, it, You people can communicate, right? Like you share experiences and it's from one generation to the next. So this is a good thing of a remake of or a rerun. You check yourself, like you put yourself to the test, but you also pass it on like this. I used to like Mm. that. Now you, you, you young people, you have to watch it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So let me, so going on now to, so American television obviously is streamed in Brazil. When you were younger, what became like a cult following that, Like, have you seen like shows that maybe were mainstream here, but became or like not that great in America that became like this huge hit in Brazil?
2: Okay, so uh, Brazilian television has a lot of influence from uh, the U.S. television. Uh, Many, many TV shows are either imported from the U.S., or uh, when you import scripts, right? So we we will have some TV shows that are Brazilian, where are copy or from, but from the eighties and the nineties, I remember there, I I used to watch a lot of cartoons or sitcoms and series. And one, (laughs) I remember on the email I sent you, I was saying that I I wanted to tell you the names in Portuguese, of course translated literally so you would try to guess what show is there so i don't know how famous they were for you because they were really famous here but in portuguese they would be literally translated as the dragon's cave can you guess what that is
1: the dragon's what cave
2: cave yeah the
1: dragon's
0: cave. i read her email so i think i know all these answers
1: the dragon's lair the the dragon dragon's cave dungeons and dragons
2: yeah dungeons and dragons dungeons and
1: dragons so they just said the dragon's cave got it yeah in portuguese
2: this is the translation so dungeons and dragons was a very very famous um show here and recently um uh, 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 i i don't remember which uh which company but it was a car company they made um, an advertising. Did you get there? Was this in Brazil only because they, they made uh like a biopic with the characters from the drag, the Dungeons and Dragons? Hmm. So, really, and they made a teaser first. So, everybody thought there will be a movie uh, f- with actors, right? So, a biopic from Dungeons and Dragons, and people went. Oh, crazy about it! So there's gonna be a movie, but it's it was not. It was just they were shooting some commercial, some car commercial. People were very disappointed because it was a big thing here in the '80s, and they actually brought it back recently, very recently, like three, four years ago. So people they're very... they are
1: coming out with a Dungeons and Dragon live action uh, really movie. Really, I did see I did see a trailer hey. on YouTube. I wasn't
2: think, uh, it a car, <laughs> a no, car no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no no okay no
1: no because i think with the coming of um stranger things and how dungeons and dragons the the game yeah uh, you know it's basically based on the dungeons and dragons game and a lot of the characters names and everything people are really into D D, and they're they actually are making a movie of it, it kind of looks like willow looks mm. like uh you okay. know um
2: i would uh, definitely watch this i would
1: yeah yeah it uh i did i i i watch watch a lot of like what's coming out in 2024 2025 teasers uh, and that yeah. was a teaser that came on i gotta say i don't think it was a car a car uh <laughs> okay, car commercial, sure, okay. I think so. yeah yeah
2: people
0: i'm waiting for the magic i'm waiting for the magic the gathering movie that's a movie i'll wait yeah
1: for. <laughs> That I never got it. I never game. got into Magic Gathering, but that was my nerd game. That so was it was game. like Friends a big hit
2: yes, in Brazil? I am a big fan. This is like got that's it. what I am a fan of. If you ask yeah. me, Friends definitely. I love the I mean, revival, right? The special, role. I love everything about it. Big <laughs> big <deal.
1: laughs> yeah, I mean, but it yeah. is. It's, it got even bigger, like recently during the pandemic. It like took another life on itself. Like Mm -hmm. even my niece, you want to talk about like passing it on to your, the the younger generations. My niece was quoting or just talking about episodes. And I was like, you're watching friends like now, like, Mm. you know, I don't find it. I got, you're not going to like what I have to say, but I look at it it and I'll say no, no, I look (laughs) at it and I'm like, I definitely liked it. I don't think it's bad. Like yeah, it,
2: it's a good show it stays.
1: It stays nostalgic to me. I just didn't understand the zeitgeist that it was like it took a whole like there's other shows that I think are smarter, but I guess it stayed just in the right cadence for yeah. so many people to like and and relate to and think, oh, I'm that character. Oh, I'm that kind of friend that. That's me. Like, which if we one were friends, is your we favorite, together, Yeah, and if we were if we were living together, that's what you would be like. So I think mm-hmm. it was it came out at a great time, and I get why my niece, who's now in college, likes the show because the show mm-hmm. is about like when your friends were your family, like the time where your friends. Where everything that you hung out with there was no yeah. other thing your that fam- you did like that period your
2: family, that's yeah that awesome. period
1: of time because like you know how the show ended they all like you know they started having kids this one got married this one yeah. had to go get a, uh, a career elsewhere and it almost
2: never ended because the reruns were so everywhere
1: oh, oh yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and like that's the thing they were reruns and then now with the streaming service it's just like you could catch up on anything so like it definitely mm-hmm. I, I could see why it would be great in Brazil as well. Like yeah. it just it took on a whole other. Of course, life. here
2: not on on open television. So pay TV would would run. uh oh, okay. with Air hmm. France. So there's a a, a class. Uh, oh wow. Some, yeah, there's some.
1: So what's the your favorite or what was a cult cartoon?
2: Uh, well, I I really like uh dungeons and dragons but cartoon i would say well here uh get along gang was a big thing i, I remember get i liked gang.
1: it <laughs> yeah that's so funny
2: oh and i like you know which one <laughs> try to guess this one the there's nothing like um i don't know if you know it's Hanna Barbera so maybe it's very famous but it in Brazil the literal translation was fire horse but it's wildfire so
0: Oh, wow, i know
2: never... wildfire like fire Jesus horse sarah yeah wild, wildfire really it was fire wildfire. horse the translation literal translation really? And i used to like that yeah but we have yeah, we had the jetsons uh, smurfs Flintstones, muppet babies sesame street uh
1: Yeah, but like those, like uh, wow, would would you call those cults or that's just more mainstream?
2: Yeah, I no, I would not call them cults. Um, No, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, yeah, I I think I would.
0: I, I think if there's a cult cartoon, it probably is something like The Tick. I used to watch that. No one really watched The Tick. Um, Freakazoid, which was weird. And then (laughs) on Adult Swim, Metalocalypse, which that show got canceled out of nowhere. And then they had to, like, make one episode that was like a musical episode to wrap everything up. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. But it's interesting to kind of see or like Aqua Teen Hunger Force. That's like street
2: may be a bit cold because they're like puppets and they they still sell the dolls. Sometimes I think they, they were kind of a revival of the mm-hmm. dolls here, but I didn't watch mm. this. But in Brazil, it was a big You didn't? Thing. Yeah, I didn't because I am from a small town and in my state, it didn't run Sesame Street, but in Sao it. Paulo, it's a big thing. Yeah, but I didn't get it. Oh, wow. But we also had wow. some uh, series like Wonder Years. And I think that's oh. kind of a cult and that's like very nostalgic. This... Yeah.
0: Super American,
2: like, Super American. It's
0: like and That is like one of. I remember watching that show and being totally confused when I was a kid, being like, "What is happening? Like, why?" Wonder
1: is Years. It? Yeah. Wasn't that, and didn't and that like, take place in massive? Was that the one that took place in Massachusetts? No.
0: I, I don't know about that. I'm not sure. What was All Wonder Years is
1: about? Is Who was the characters? Wonder in Years.
0: Fred Savage was uh,
1: Fred Savage. Yes. Okay. No, it didn't. Sorry. I was talking yeah, about. No. I was talking about the other show. Um. With uh, oh man, I'm drawing blank, Raymond, that was no. in
0: Massapequa, was it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh, it was just the guy whose son uh sings the song "Blurred Lines."
0: Um, oh, Growing Pains. Growing Pains. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah, that was in Massapequa. That was in <laughs> yeah. Long Island.
2: <laughs> Have you watched? I remember watching when I was a kid. Uh, also, American show, MacGyver oh yeah. yeah yeah so we had that yeah <laughs> yeah, oh, but yeah. The, that show is the, great in the Portuguese the, the Brazilian title in Portuguese would be a literal translation uh profession danger
0: God,
1: <laughs> oh my god that's
2: the name of the show <laughs> in that, that man, is
0: awesome that show is so weird that those show shows is, are
1: so weird so so those shows is so funny because they're um so bad <laughs> in a way that they were so bad they're good like they were all so, so unbelievable.
2: Yeah. yeah. But like MacGyver, you were
1: just like, but like it became like, um, like if you were good at putting th- like doing things, you were called like uh, the MacGyver. Oh, you MacGyver. Yeah. yeah. Like it became, it became a, 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 a saying, yeah. you know, like, you know, if you have a f- friend who could always oh, get you out of something. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, it's funny. Cause like, but <laughs> if you watch those shows now, you're like, what? like the acting is terrible it's just ridiculous you should do the the nostalgia test
2: with I, we
1: should yeah and like it like the it's like just so it's so like unbelievable but at the same time when it's so fun you just go like yeah i'm, I'm into this it's let's do it. it you know yeah i get it wow wow so good wow.
0: well i feel like we can keep going for hours but yeah i'm worried this about the time
2: been- i think this
0: is so, so great. This has been so great. I've learned so much. Just learning about telenovelas blew my mind. Everything else was amazing. You have brought so much value to this podcast with all that you brought. I'm so grateful. Thank the, you. It's so great. Yeah, I, I have,
1: learned so much.
0: Yeah. And I'm I want to so say, happy. yeah,
1: I am so happy. I found out what the actual definition of a telenovela is. And yeah, and I totally agree with your thesis. And whoever is in <laughs> England who disagrees, you. if you're in England and you disagree with her, you're wrong, <laughs> and you can come. You come to New York and deal with me.
2: I Stop. wish I had students <laughs> like you. I, you made me feel like I'm a good teacher because you learned so much. I wish my students. Oh. Would no, say you did. That it was great. I'm so, so great.
1: I'm so happy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm right. so happy we were so able great. to. Yeah, I can't. I'm just like now. I'm looking at telenovelas a whole different way, and now I gotta. Mm. I gotta sit down and yeah. have it. i have a telenovela day with my mom. Yeah, you (laughs) should. Like why are you so obsessed with this? No, but I get it now. Like you need to be watching every day because
2: yeah,
0: you
1: want to get to the end. So
0: yeah. But uh, Clarice, thank you so much for being here. Everyone, thank you for listening. Please put your comments, your questions, and everything at the bottom. Um, engage with your ideas of cult television tell us your favorite cult shows, cult movies, cult cartoons, we'd love to hear all about it and hopefully we can have you back on some other time maybe we'll focus in on one show, that would be awesome we'd love to have you back I would love to come back we'll put in MacGyver to the test (laughs) (laughs) and and everyone, thank you so much for listening and i will see you on the next uh, episode, peace Peace.
2: bye bye All right.
0: Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please subscribe to the Nostalgia Test podcast to know when new episodes drop. Don't forget to leave us five stars and a positive review so more people can find the podcast. Share your thoughts and memories on today's topic on our Twitter, at Nostalgia Test, and on Instagram, at The Nostalgia Test. Tune in next time because you never know what pop culture will pop up on The Nostalgia Test.